You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and an intuitive energy curator. Today's episode is very different from what I've been doing lately because it started out with a channeled message that came through midday, I want to say maybe Tuesday? This whole week flew by. It was a bit of an intense energy. But what happened was I just had this thought from Spirit that it was time to turn on my recorder and just start talking. And I haven't really done that much before, especially in a way that was meant to be shared. So it's a little bit less edited than usual. I left it with the pauses so that you can take it in the same way I was receiving it. And then afterwards, I also felt called to pull some cards and it ended up being a very clear reading that was meant to be shared along with the message. So I hope you really resonate with this message because it's something that I feel I needed to hear and it's a very positive message. So kind of a nice change from I feel like the energy of death and rebirth we've been experiencing this past week. If you listened to the Gemini forecast, you would have probably heard that this week is the week that that card was pulled for. So I'm recording this on Friday the 16th. Um, So yeah, it's been an intense week. I'm actually not feeling the greatest, but I'm trying to get some things off my plate since I have a weird burst of energy today. And I really wanted to record an intro for this episode so you wouldn't just be jumping into a random channeled message. And also, when I was on a walk today, trying to move some energy, I had this realization that came through. So a lot of this message is about hope. And during the cancer season episode, which would have been the last one before this, you would have heard me talking to Emily about hope because she brought up the star card in the Light Seers tarot deck. That one is one of my favorites and it's one that I specifically saw when I was channeling this message. So I ended up sharing a bit of what came through in that episode. But what I want to share just now is that on my walk, when I was thinking about that card and just reflecting on hope, The message that came through was showing me that the star card is number 17 and it is about healing and being on the right path, you know, wishes being granted and renewed hope. And the main message is, of course, hope. But what comes after that is the 18, which is the moon card. And that places us in unknown territory and the subconscious It brings out our fears a lot. There's a lot of mystery around it. And it's a bit of a deeper energy. And so it's showing that. And when you look at the major arcana in tarot, it's meant to be like a full journey that you're going through. So yes, we have renewed hope and we have things that we're wishing for. 
and we're doing some healing, but that involves then going back into the self to see what needs to be looked at or discovered in order to move forward and fully manifest in the full material reality of these wishes. And then the next card, number 19, is the sun. And this is where we are being surrounded by joy and success and abundance. And it's just this big yes card and a point of celebration. And this comes after the moon, after that inner work, after that deep dive into trust, into the subconscious, into the unknown. Following that is the 20, which is judgment. And in this deck, I really like the concept that they share of it being about self-acceptance and awakening. And this is also just traditionally when truth is revealed and the outcome is shown from a trial or, you know, anything that requires judgment, that requires analyzing a situation. So that comes after we receive all this abundance. It's like we get all the abundance, but what are we going to do with it? And is this really what we wanted? It's sort of a reflection point. And then after that, we get the world, which is completion. It's joy. It's literally traveling the world. It's we've done it. We've made it through. We've accepted ourselves. And now we've really reconciled all of this whole journey. So I feel like where we're sitting right now in the year, at least, who knows on our the grand scheme of things where we're sitting on our, each of our paths. But I feel like at this point in the year, we're also approaching solstice or by the time you listen to this, it will have happened. And now we're in the downward, you know, we, as Emily talks about in the cancer season episode, we start out at the solstice where we're at the peak of the sun and the longest days and we're back going into the shadow again. So if we look at the star going down into the moon, you know, it's that sudden nostalgia that might come up and like the fears might come up, but then we're reminded, oh, it's still summer, you know, the sun is still shining. So hopefully this message resonates with you. I do feel like it's one that I really needed to hear after a rough few months, and I'm hoping that it just continues to get better. I would love to hear if this resonates with you, either on Spotify in the Q&A section or on Instagram when I share the reel for this episode. But I just want to thank you for listening to this very different episode of Spirit Crumbs. I'm taking this time to just sit and channel and see what comes through from spirit. There's an inner knowing that's waiting to come out. It's safe to trust. It's safe to hope. Allowing it to move through you, through words, through voice, empowers you to build that trust and the belief in something bigger than yourself that you can't imagine. There have been so many times in life when you've hoped for something that didn't happen, but that doesn't indicate the outcome for every other hope that you may have. This is one of those times that you just really need to hold on. 
and believe that what you really desire is valid, impossible, and for you, and that you deserve it. You know. Your brain tries to tell you all the reasons why it can't work because that's what seems logical and probable based on other people and reality in general. We don't always get what we want, but sometimes we do. Your heart will sometimes be broken, but sometimes it's just to surgically repair something. It's not being removed. It's just being cleared out and released. I'm being shown heart surgery and how the equivalent of like a broken heart is being shown as clogged arteries that need to be cleared and a stent put in so that the blood can move freely again. And so I'm being shown this as being any past hurts, any doubts, any walls that have been put up have been clogging our arteries of love and openness and vulnerability and so this is sort of an energetic surgery to remove those clogs and put in stents and i'm being shown the pacemaker for people who maybe aren't sure how to love again But I'm being shown that this love that we all have access to, once it starts flowing again, it's just natural. It was always there. It was just being blocked and it felt hard because there was less space for it to move through. We weren't giving it enough space and enough room in order to have a smooth flow. There were blockages. And it felt painful to feel the love moving through us because of that. But now that the stents have been put in and we've allowed this surgery to happen because it can't happen without our consent, we have to ask for these blocks to be removed. Now that we've done that, there's more space and it's a smooth flow. And as long as we don't go back to the habits that built up the blockages, and the patterns that created that, some were generational, some were personal, some were from childhood. As long as we don't allow those to become normal, obviously they'll happen from time to time, just like eating habits. Sometimes we go backwards a little bit, but as long as for the most part we're being open and loving, the flow will continue. And I'm being shown that um, some of the ways that these 
blockages were cleared are through experiences with other people. And that can sometimes be the painful part of it is having to move through that energy and push the the clog through. But on the other side of it is just more energy, more oxygen to the cells. It's like taking a deep breath and actually feeling it move throughout your body. And I'm feeling that like before there's this lightheadedness of not getting enough oxygen and feeling constricted, like you can't breathe. But afterwards, the only lightheadedness is from joy and an overwhelming amount of love. And it's showing me the hope that they were referring to at the beginning. It was difficult to access this uh, with so many blockages because hope is an optimistic and open and vulnerable thing to have. It's very vulnerable to hope for something because there's no certainty. Hope is believing in something because you desire it, because it feels like it would be an amazing experience or something that would bring you joy. And hope comes despite all of the fears and the challenges that are in our reality. Often hope comes because we know that there are challenges or struggles that we're experiencing and the hope doesn't seem like it can be possible, but that's why it's so special and should be protected because we have to choose to hope. Sometimes we can have like wishful thinking and we think that that is not accurate or it's not something that should be trusted, but hope is something that has brought people through the most difficult of times in all of history, in all different faiths, all different religions. Hope is something that we as humans get to experience and that's part of the human experience and the most magical part of that is when hope turns into reality whatever we have in that vision for ourselves when that becomes our reality because we keep taking steps towards it and with every step that we take regardless of what point of the challenge or the struggle we're in if we just trust that each step is moving us in that direction, it's more likely that that will happen. And this doesn't mean uh, blind, delusional thoughts of things that we know are not for us. These are things that we just feel deep in our soul are meant for us because we know in our discernment in our bodies when something needs to be let go versus something that we think we should let go of. And I think that's that's what I'm being shown here. There's a difference between hope and wishful thinking. Wishful thinking, I think, is not necessarily always bad, but it tends to be used in the context of something that we kind of know is not meant for us or aligned for us. It's just something that we wish something could be different, whereas I'm showing, I'm being shown hope as something that 
we know is for us. And it's something that feels like it would benefit us, even if it is difficult to achieve or to get to that point. But the letting go in hope is not letting go because it's not meant for us. It's letting go of the need to know how. I think that's, yeah, that's what I'm being shown is that wishful thinking is letting go of what is going to happen. Like a thing that we know is not for us. It's letting go of the what or the what could have been. But the hope is letting go of how I'm going to get there. Because on the journey to that hope, we may end up in a different direction. We may end up with something different, but it will be something better if it's not the thing we're moving towards. Because sometimes we can't see the bigger version of that thing. And I think we all have heard this in different concepts of manifesting, but I'm being shown this as as hope, as something where sometimes that's all we can do when we're in the unknown, when we're in the challenge part of it. It's really difficult for us to see it as reality, but we can relate to the concept of hope and, and know that there's no guarantee. And sometimes that's, I'm being shown that's the bridge to the other side where we trust in manifestation, where we see it and we believe it and we feel it. Sometimes that is a little bit too far. So if we start with hope, maybe we can eventually get there and that will come with time. That will come with seeing this move all the way through from hope to reality a couple of times before that pathway becomes faster that trust comes more naturally. So if you're someone who maybe doesn't believe right away and doesn't feel it right away, it doesn't mean you can't access that. It's just that your reality hasn't shown you that yet. You haven't seen that pathway from hope to reality happen very often. Maybe you have in the past, but it's so far away that you don't have access to those emotions anymore. Whereas what I'm being shown here is that if you trust this time and you just work on hope and just think of what you hope could happen and just imagine it as like, I'm seeing the image from the Lightseer's Tarot where she's holding a string to, that's attached to a star and looking up at it. And it's that sort of still wishful in a way, but it it's the hope that what you truly feel in your soul is out there and that it's just a matter of time before you're brought closer to it. Okay, so I think that's the full message for today. It's about hope. I'll let you know in the episode if there's anything else to add, but I just wanted to try this. I'm sure I'll have an intro for it as well. I'm not just going to drop this in there with no context, but I just really wanted to see what would come through because I've just been getting a lot of throat chakra activation coming through, and I just wanted to see what that was, see what wanted to come through, and it really resonated with me. I am going to have to re-listen to this now because I only really remember a couple points, but I feel like it's something I am meant to hear and maybe listen back to 
whenever hope feels unattainable. So I decided to do a reading based on the channeled message to see what comes up. I used the three decks that I tend to use for myself for this one. So the first one is the Wisdom of the Oracle deck by Colette Baron-Reed. The second one is the Psychic Tarot by John Holland. And the third one is the Lightseer's Tarot by Chris Ann that I use pretty often. And I'm sure if you follow this podcast, you're pretty familiar with as well. So I pulled three from each. That's typically what I do if I want a full sort of a picture of what's going on, because being very Capricorn, I often don't trust if I pull a message from one deck. But if I receive similar messages from more than one deck, then it's easier for me to see the pattern. And so I pull three of each. And so each column is one card from each deck. And that is where I kind of look to get one essential message. It's the same way I use my numerology and angel card decks together to make one message. But this is with three. So it's kind of intense. And because the Psychic Tarot and Lightseer's Tarot are more based on tarot, obviously, they had they tend to have similar messages. So if their messages line up, then it really resonates. And then the wisdom of the oracle tends to be more of the feminine in this case, where it's more of a message from spirit, a little bit more support. So that's just sort of the structure that I use sometimes for myself. So in this case, it resonated so much when I was pulling the cards. I was like, of course, this is exactly what this message was talking about. So the talk about being in the struggle or being in the unknown and then moving into hope and trusting that something will manifest on the other side of it was the overall message. So in the first row, first column, sorry, we have from the wisdom of the oracle, we have the 12, which is a change in the wind, which is where you just kind of feel like you're leading up to something like there's changes happening. You're not really seeing what it is. Sometimes this is when it first happens. So you're not even sure what is changing. You just have that energy of change. It feels like being in the eye of the storm and like not knowing where the storm is, is sort of the energy of this card. And then with that from the psychic tarot is the six of emotions, which is like the six of cups. And this is memories of love. And what this talks about is how someone from the past may come back, or it might just be a feeling of nostalgia where you're looking back at like good time. So this could be if you sense that something is ending, whether this is a relationship, an opportunity, just a phase in your life, a version of yourself. It's sort of like romanticizing the past in a way, but also processing it and knowing that the feelings that were there, like if there was like real love or excitement or joy in the moments that you're thinking back to, even if it's like childhood, just know that those emotions can also be something you're moving towards again. The reason these memories and things might be coming up is because it's what you're looking forward to as well. And so when we sometimes look at the past, we think we're not going to have that again. But in this case, it's feeling to me like a reminder that like processing that and like being grateful that you had those moments can help you have more of them. And then the card from the Light Seer's Tarot for this is the Queen of Cups who is like the most emotional and sort of emotionally mature, I guess, like version of like the queen in this deck. And 
for me, it just feels like, you know, at this point that you need to move through these emotions and that you can move through these emotions and that there's a lot of empowerment that comes from letting those move through you. And I think this is speaking to those arteries that were coming up in the reading and that there's like a wisdom behind letting yourself feel it all, but also remaining grounded too. Then in the middle, in the second column, we have in the Wisdom of the Oracle number 45, which is time to go. And this is the letting go part of it that we were talking about. And in this card, it does talk about how this can be just a letting go of a phase of something. So it can be an ending, but it can also be the ending of this part of the cycle or this version of whatever it is. So if you're, for example, thinking of career and you're like, I don't want to completely change careers. I don't really want to completely change what I'm doing. It could just be letting go of this particular project or letting go of something that wasn't working, knowing that something a little bit better is going to show up. Um, but the process of actually letting it go and trusting is what's being asked of us with this card. And then the second one here, the psychic tarot card for this column is the five, the emotional loss. And so this is processing grief and loss and something that you were attached to having to let go again. Similar message there. And again, it's also talking about how these like there's a the five is a change number. And this is, again, talking about how like we're transforming this energy and how we can learn from all of these emotional lessons and then call in more love and whatever it is, prosperity, joy in the future. And then the light seers tarot for this column is the hanged man. And this talks about, again, trust in the unknown, trusting that the universe knows more than we do about what's best for us or what's next for us. That phrase just came to me just now. But this is sort of the letting go, but in a more positive way. Like traditionally, the hanged man feels like you're just waiting around for something to happen, which is sometimes true, but it depends on how you use that time. If you use the time to just keep exploring and trusting and moving forward, as opposed to just completely standing still and doing nothing, you're going to feel a lot better because you can start to see the signs and see the synchronicities and the spirit crumbs and the things start to come together as you move forward. So this does have movement to it in a way, but it's more in like an internal way where you're starting to trust that there's a reason things aren't working out exactly how you planned in this moment. And then in the final row, the final column, we start with the Wisdom of the Oracle card number 36, which is Come to the Edge. And I love this card. It's a woman dancing on like a floating sort of cliff. There's heart sort of confetti behind, beside her. She's dancing. And this is just asking you to trust and just to take the leap. And so this, if this is a new opportunity that's coming after a period of letting go, trust that it's okay. And that's where the hope being difficult, that sort of part of the message where it's like we don't always let ourselves hope. We don't let ourselves move forward with something sometimes because it seems too good for us or it seems like we don't deserve it or it won't be sustainable. But that's not always the case. I think we've had a really rough few years and it's getting harder and harder to connect with that trust. But there's still magic and it's coming back around like I'm doing like a weird hand motion, but I feel like it's coming back around to us. 
And now because we've done all this work to let things go, we can trust and take that leap and know that spirit's going to catch us. And on that note of like something not being sustainable, the next card that came up was actually the four of like the material cards, which is like the pentacles. And this is building a foundation. It's called firm foundation. And while the come to the edge is like jumping off a cliff, the firm foundation has a mountain in the distance. So like we're building something. This is sturdy. It's not going anywhere. So if there's something that you're hoping for or something that is appearing for you or coming to you after this period of processing the grief of a situation, when something starts to build again, you can really trust it and know that it's meant for you. And just really take the time to realize that you have been building this and give yourself credit for it as well. And then the final card here, which is from the Lightseer's Tarot, is the Ace of Swords. And this is about wisdom and clarity and truth all coming to you. Aces are always a beginning. So this can be just like clarity for moving forward. And because there's also a spiral here, it's this reminder that we're always moving further up the spiral and being able to see more of the bigger picture. But that spirit sometimes has to bring that down to us because we're not quite there yet. And this is where we kind of bridge the gap between the, the taking the leap, the come to the edge, and the firm foundation. This clarity is kind of coming in as we take the leap. We have to take the leap first and just know that spirit's going to bring us whatever knowledge we need or whatever next steps we need and whatever clarity we need in order to build that firm foundation. So this reading just felt so aligned that I had to turn around and record again because I feel like it's just offering us that extra support to know that, yes, it may seem like it's too big or it's not worth putting the energy into hoping. And there's no guarantee. It may be that, again, the thing that we're hoping for now may not be the exact thing that comes down to us or comes in front of us or becomes our reality, but something better will come. So even if this one particular thing doesn't work out, we can still hope that there's a reason and that something even bigger is beyond what we can see, right? Like further up the spiral where we haven't reached yet, something we aren't even aware of. So I hope this resonates and kind of helps to bring some clarity to the messages that came through in the channeling, because I know it helped me to sort of visualize and really connect with the message. If this resonated with you, maybe you can share it with someone who might need a little bit of hope right now and come back to it anytime that you also have some trouble connecting with the energy of hope or find yourself believing that things are not possible for you. I hope this supports you and I'm looking forward to hearing what you're hoping for and what's next for you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.